what would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. She has a unique psychic ability to accurately read people in the greatest of details. Having Elena in my life is like having a silent, supportive angel to reach out to or to hear from whenever I need clarity. Ever wish you had access to such an angel? Today, you're going to hear from one, and those testimonials are actual real feedback that she has received from people she's worked with. You'll also listen in on a few readings and hear Dr. Megan Fleming's thoughts for a listener who's been having recurrent dreams about her ex. Before we dive in, a huge sponsor shout out to The Pleasure Chest. It's my favorite place to shop for toys and lube and other sexual health products. This month is one of my favorite months because it's called Anal August. So obviously, I love this for several reasons. They are offering 20% off of all B-Vibe products online. So head to thepleasurechest.com to shop. Or if you go to a store in New York, L.A., or Chicago, get a free beginner anal toy with every purchase of $50 or more. They're also doing B-Vibe pop-ups in L.A. and New York. And for more ways to give and receive pleasure, better embrace your sexuality, and unlearn a whole bunch of damaging myths, please check out my Girl Boner books. They're available on Amazon and most anywhere books are sold. Learn more at girlboner.org where you can also sign up for occasional Girl Boner extras. About once a month, I send special discounts and news about events, lessons I'm learning, and more. Now I'm so pleased to welcome Elena Savidio Schwinn. She's a proud single mother of five who was born with the gift of being clairvoyant and speaking with the spirits. She's also a personal trainer and links the body to the mind and soul and does live readings on Instagram every Monday night. Thank you so much for being here, Elena. Thank you so much for having me. How do you describe clairvoyance? Well, the way I describe me would be I'm a psychic on steroids. Uh Okay, and the reason is this. It's not like being a regular um, boardwalk psychic. I would do life life path work. Um, people changing their lives and living the most passionate and abundant life possible. So when you go see a regular boardwalk cycle, like, oh, you're going to meet the man of your dreams within the next three months. You're going to get the job you want. Oh, I'm having this issue with so-and-so. All of a sudden, if they're legit, which the majority of them are not, they're going to tell you whatever they see for you and interpret, and then they send you on your way. You go away, come back three months later, not anything happened. Now, if I read you, Okay, I'd look at you and I would tell you this is what's going on in your life because I see paths. So whoever's going to come in and give their input, because if you're a medium, you are clairvoyant. You are clairaudient. You, it's everything. It's not just one specialty. Just like if a medium turns around and says they can guarantee that grandma's going to come up and talk to you, that's not true because if grandma's not around, she's not. But your next door neighbor that used to give you cookies every day after school might be. So you can't guarantee who's going to come through. Um, so what happens is, is I'll do a reading for you, but I say, okay, these are your two paths. We can either go down this path and this is what you're going to get. You can stay on here. You're good. Don't change it. Or if you stay stuck, it's your choice. So then at that point, I say, now this is what you need to do to get there so that I make sure you know how to get there. And people know they can text me, okay, if you because if, if I give you all this information, you have to change your whole life and I just leave you on your loan, that's a lot of work. There's no support. If you just need a word from me, if a thought, what do you think? If you text me, I will text it back to you. I will, I will give you your thought because I stay connected, which is huge. So it's like the process. So if you come back in three months and you tell me nothing changed, I would say, you didn't do a damn thing I told you to do. I would know walking through the door. <laughs> Psychics, you automatically assume I'm going to meet that guy, and then in that instant you changed your future. Because you didn't do the work necessary to get there. Because life is process and work and evolution. Wow. I know that this has been a part of your life, your whole life. Mm-hmm. And runs in your family as well. Yes. Do you remember a time when you realized that you are different from a lot of other people? Um, I was born this way, so I've always been this way. I always saw spirits and, and felt things and saw things and had visions and things of that nature. 
where I really realized, like I'll tell people I'm the island of misfit toys, I'm part of that island, was when I got older and I can actually say everybody loves me, everybody wants me in their life, but I don't quite fit because everybody, I'm there for a purpose for them. Very few people are actually there for me. So then I realized, well, everybody loves me, but I don't quite fit in their space. So it's kind of like who's coming in and just going to be there for a time and a season and move on and who's legit. So then I, that's when I realized, you know, I really aren't like people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How often do you see sex and relationship dating type paths before you? Do do people come to you and ask for specific Yes, advice? all the time. Okay. All the time. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and I can actually give you, um, and it's going to be because it's, Anal Awareness Month. What is it that you called it Anal today? Anal August. Anal August. I had a gentleman that called me. He was from overseas. And he said, I have a question for you. And I go, what's your question? He's like, and I can't talk to anybody else. I'm like, okay. How do you feel about corporal punishment? And I said, what do you need? He's like, I'm very, he has anger issues and road rage and somebody had recommended. I said, well, you know, if becoming a submissive would absolutely help you. I said, so absolutely becoming a submissive and that going to the point where you're doing corporal punishment, where a man is having you tied on your back and beating you with a cane, that's going to give you PTSD. That's not going to change anything real quick in you, but you learning how to be submissive to a woman and that type of thing and be able to give up that control and vulnerability will help you control your anger. I said, so that I totally recommend corporal punishment then he started talking about well how do you feel about glory holes because I have a lady that wants to bring me to a bookstore so people actually call and we actually discuss what they're thinking and what they can't I said but honestly if the person you're with loves you you should be able to tell them anything and share this because if they truly love you she either needs to work through it and overcome her inhibitions or at least be understanding I said because for you to have to hide it and then be worried about acceptance yeah, is so wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so vulnerable to, to mm-hmm. be in that space where you're sharing something that feels very secret and private, mm-hmm. which I think we're afraid of culturally, but we really need it for, mm-hmm. for love, for connection, for, for sex, mm-hmm. for, for all of that. And I heard that you also see spirits. You see people who have passed on. Mm-hmm. Is that all the time? Like, are there different Yeah, I see... <laughs> She actually has somebody with her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have a couple of friends in the studio. So In the um, flesh and not. But yeah, I see them all the time. It's really great. I've had people take me, uh, a friend of mine who was in 9-11, and I can feel places in stones. Like if you went on vacation, I'd say, could you get me a rock or could you get me a stone? Because I haven't traveled, unfortunately. But my one son, he's gone everywhere. So I have a piece of the Roman Colosseum. And I have a piece of all these different wonderful places where he can bring it back and put it in my hand and go, okay, where's this one from? You know, and I can actually feel and see, see feel, you know, feel and see the place, which is amazing. So they'll bring me to places so that I can turn around and feel. So he brought me at the restaurant where everybody ended up running to down the one road after 9-11. So when I held the thing, I actually transport and I saw like I could smell the smoke and all the all the particles of paper and and hear everything that was going on. So when stuff like that happens, I have to bear witness to it. So. The one waiter was there and I was explaining everything that was happening because you go into like a trance almost. And then I turned around and I walked up the street and it was back then like all the people coming down. And then after that, so then I go through that whole ordeal with him and help him deal with that because we had to deal with what he was feeling after going through 9-11 and being there. Mm -hmm. Um, He takes me to St. Patrick's Cathedral. So I'm like, great. So we go through and stop because you do have cardinals and stuff that are buried at St. Patrick's Cathedral. So they hang out there and all of a sudden when they realize you can do it, it's da 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 They're talking to you? Yeah. So then I have to stop and listen and have a conversation and I do it in my head because otherwise people think you're crazy. And uh, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I have to finish this conversation. I said, you brought me here. They know I'm here. This cardinal's really talking to right and now. And they can hear. So you're hearing... I'm hearing them because they recognize me. And then they me. hear what me. you're thinking. Yes. So Because you... you could speak it. Like my one son's gifted. Mm-hmm. I said, but I would recommend, Joey, when you're walking on the boardwalk in New Jersey, just don't start talking out loud. Learn how to speak in your head. Because when you're connected, like I could actually speak with you if we were connected kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because they can hear you. Because if you're walking on the boardwalk, you're going to freak people out. I'm like, it's just the way it is. So you That's have to pick tip. and choose 
how you're communicating. But yeah. if people are open enough, we can all actually communicate mentally and speak that way. It doesn't have to be verbal. Yeah. Because even even with a glance, you know what somebody's thinking. Yeah. If you're intuitive enough. And we all have you all have the same gift I do. Mm. It's just we only use ten percent of our brain. Some people are scared to death of it and have a fear of it. They're not open. It's about being fearless and open and allowing yourself to feel. And it's also how many lifetimes we've been here, how evolved we are. Do you know how many lifetimes you've been here? I've been here from the beginning. She's been here 16 lifetimes. You've actually been here seven. And you're new. This is only your second. Wow. So. This is very interesting. So it's like really, really cool. I know. Taking notes. Seven. Mm -hmm. I'm going to remember that. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do some rapid readings. Okay. And we have some volunteers. Maybe I'll be the first since I pulled you in here. Are you? Does anyone want to go first? Go for it. All right. So how does this work? Okay. You're working numbers three. That's my favorite number. I love three so much. No, I'm passionate it's, about it. It's it's actually a very godly number. Um, so it's, you know, the power of three, that type of thing. That's what you run with as a number three. So it's like cha- a never-changing number, creation number, that type of thing, which you're all about creation right now. And you have to understand, I know nothing about you. I didn't know anything about you until mm-hmm. I was told... This is the address. This is what you're going on. Mm-hmm. And I did not research you in any way, shape, or form because I have no interest. I don't want to know about you because then you know I'm not full of it. Right. So what the path you chose to go on, because you were to the point in your life where you were, you, were, you were stuck. You were stifled. You were suffocating, and you were trapped in your own life. Okay? So when you made the choice to embark on this new adventure, and it is a huge inv- adventure, and it's really all about awareness it's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden there was a point in your life that I'm getting that you had this epiphany, like, wow. And then because when I have you, it's like all bubbles. You're like bubbles overflowing. I mean, mm-hmm. if I was six, your bubbles overflowing. You're like, I got to share this with people. People really don't <laughs> get it. Wow. And the yeah. coolest thing about you is, okay, because, and I could say this even though I'm probably going to get crucified, which I don't care. You are a true feminist, there's two different things. You you engage your goddess energy and your goddess power, okay? Human beings in general allow other human beings to take their power, and that is men and women alike, but we never lost that power. So for you, you already knew what being a true goddess and a woman was, and you gauged it because we're very sexual, sensual creatures by nature, and you're not afraid of it, and you're saying... Stop being afraid of being a woman. Stop being afraid of being sexual and putting your sexuality out there. Stop being afraid speaking your truth. Don't be afraid to explore and open yourself up. Because in reality, even men have the feminine side and we have the masculine side. Mm. So you kind of got to that point where you had that epiphany. So then you immediately made it was like a paragon shift in your life and you immediately changed and said, this is what I'm doing. Now, the most amazing thing about her is you are a true testament because I tell people, listen to me. If you follow your gut instinct and you don't second guess it, it doesn't matter how crazy it might be or what everybody else says, you are going to be successful. If you don't have the money to do it, don't worry about it. If it is your truth and you're standing in your truth and what you're meant to do, you are going to have exactly what you need at the exact right moment to get it done. I said, but you have to be fearless and you are fearless in the pursuit of this. So that's why you've been so successful and you will have continued success, which is huge. So you have to defend what you believe in and what's dear to you and stand in your truth and just keep moving forward because you're on the right path. You Mm -hmm. couldn't be doing anything better for yourself. But you're also the only one that can bring peace to troubled waters because Mm -hmm. you create that echo. So unfortunately, even though you have all this brilliant in your life, you do have the waves. You do have turbulence. You do have... So it's like almost like you have to stand and balance your own boat and everything that's around you. Because you do have a lot of people that still, although they very love you, they love you very much, they don't get it. And they have no problem telling you so. Um, and then it's like you always feel like you're defending yourself and you don't have to. You know, there's no reason to defend yourself. But you're the only one that can balance it. And then you really just need to run wild for a while and set yourself free. Because mm. you're very, very, you're very, very grounded which is is you can be too grounded because then you you have to learn how to keep one your right foot down because you're actually everything is on your right side that I'm getting so you have to let your left foot float a little bit 
and kind of wander it be free so that you have that energy coming from the top and then you have the crowning on the bottom because then you're going to find that you're going to start getting stuck in scheduling stuck start getting stuck in what has to be done when and then all of a sudden you're doing what you love but you've given up your freedom and your passion in it which actually which i just heard you're supposed to take what you do out into the street ah which means this it's taking a camera or a microphone whatever you want to say and going out in the street and just going up to people and asking questions and really start opening people up and that kind of thing and that takes a lot of courage to do it but that really gets your name out there and gets you known because I knew nothing about you before today I was clueless you start doing things like that and all of a sudden because of the energy so the energy that you'll drive for you is going to inspire you more and you're going to be all happy and, mm -hmm. and, and hyper about it you know what's so wild mm -hmm. the very first episode I did of this show mm -hmm. I went to the streets mm -hmm. and I asked people what's a girl boner mm -hmm. a whole bunch of complete strangers and it was so exciting mm -hmm. and I haven't done it again I haven't gone back to that medium but everything you were saying about this huge epiphany and just yeah. I mean I had the biggest epiphany I've had in one of the biggest in my entire life it just recently uh, and I have a very very big project that I've been it's in that place where I've been having to work on trust and surrender because mm -hmm. it's out on submission essentially. Mm -hmm. So people are considering certain things and mm -hmm. I'm waiting to hear back. And it was just really validating to hear you're on the right path yeah, because I know there are naysayers and I'm hearing from naysayers, but I'm like, no, I know I have to do this. And you have to push through it because you have to understand the, the only way you know it's going to be successful and if you're on the right path, especially with what you're doing, because what you're doing is so scary to so many people. Um, is if you have to push it through because then you know okay this isn't necessarily completely acceptable this is scaring people a little bit this is challenging people a little bit this is going to wake somebody up and the coolest thing you can do the coolest thing you can give any human being in the world that we have where people are just so dumbed down and don't feel anymore is to be able to jolt them into feeling all of a sudden and wake them up I mean that's huge yeah. So you're kind of like right there and on your way, which is an amazing thing. Mm. But it's like add a little because you're getting bored. Add a little bit more excitement. Thank you for that gift. Mackenzie, we're going to be going on the streets. I hope that's cool with you. I'm ready. It's fun. <laughs> and ask different questions like go up to a woman and say, what is what is your biggest fantasy? How do you like to be kissed? What is it that you want? I have to be able to breathe you in and like the taste of you. If I don't, you're not getting any further. I have to be able to close my eyes when I'm thousands of miles away and be able to feel you. People like to be touched certain ways, and so many people are so afraid to say it. Like if I'm giving you a roadmap, there's no reason why you should fail. Yeah. You know? Yeah, talking about these things. We, mm -hmm. As Mackenzie and I were talking mm -hmm. about just before this session, it's it's amazing how little these things are spoken mm -hmm. about. We will be so sexual with someone that we never talk about sex mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. And even men that are afraid because it's anal August. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many men love to have their assholes tickled? Oh, Do I you hear have, from quite a few, yes. They love the feeling and yeah. how excited and they're so afraid and then yeah. you know how many women are chicken shit where you kind of get the idea but you're too afraid to go there because you might be rejected or you understand so if people just would communicate a little bit more right because the thing i hear the most i hear from guys who say they seem to think they're the only person who enjoys it no yeah and uh and i hear from women and non-binary people too who are who are like I'm not sure if I like it. I'm scared to admit that I'd never tried it or someone just did it and I wasn't ready. And, and it's all these missing conversations, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. So we have uh, a listener who I actually met at a, a meetup who's awesome, a, a meetup for Girl Boner when I did a book event, who uh, was very excited to hear that she'd get to chat with you for a moment. Okay. Let's give her a call here and see if we can get her on the line. Hello. Hi, is this Brianna? Yes, it is. Hello, it's August at Girl Boner. How are you? Good, how are you? Very well. I have Elena on the line here. She's in the studio with me, actually, and she's doing rapid readings. Would you like to chat with her? Yes, I'd love to. Beautiful. Okay, great. What's your name? 
My name's Brianna. Brianna. Okay, the first thing that I'm getting for you, and it's really important, the first thing that you have to do is have hope. Um, the minute I heard your voice, that is what I heard. You're kind of in a position where it's almost like you have a sense, and you have to take what I'm saying in the context for you. You have a sense of loneliness about you, okay? You're feeling a little bit more okay. alone right now. You're feeling a little bit like you're not quite being heard the way you want to. Part of your problem is, is you give way too much way too soon, and you're too much of a people pleaser. Okay, now the problem with people who are people pleasers is that they put so much out there, you don't leave a door open for people to start refilling you again and to give back. So you actually have to pull back a little bit and not be so generous. And you actually also have to pick and choose who you're being generous with because you are being taken advantage by quite a few people right now. Um, if you get to the point where you do that, you are going to start having more abundance and be fulfilled a little bit more and not be afraid to take the time for yourself because you're even in the position where you're not even taking enough time for yourself that I'm getting. So you're going to be able to celebrate your life a little bit more. But you have to learn to be patient and still and allow things to come to you. So put something out there that you want because you don't even put out there what you want. It's almost like you're afraid of, of making a wish or saying that prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're, you're, you're allowed to wish for things. You're allowed to believe in something more for yourself. When you stop doing that, there's nothing in your life that's going to fulfill you. You're just going to be just just stuck. And I just see you see you have to say I visualize things. So a lot of things are a metaphor with me. I just see you stuck sitting on a damn bench. And that's not what your life was meant for. You need to get up and be forward moving and have faith and believe in yourself and believe in your life. And part of that is you letting go and releasing. You have to learn how to reflect on your past things in your life that had happened and understand, unfortunately for you, because of your nature, you were a lot of people's lessons. See, in our lifetime, some we go through things because they're lessons we were meant to learn. But more times than not, it's because we were somebody else's lesson. We were somebody else's loss. We were somebody else's gain. And unfortunately, you have to accept that you actually were that person for quite a few people. Um, one very in particular, and you need to let go of that. You need to not judge Pull from it what you need and let it go. Just reflect because your past is what makes you who you are. So in our life, we didn't fail at something. It's just, guess what? This didn't work. I don't want to forget this. This is, I went through too much to say I want to start over. Like, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I think they're bullshit. It's, you know what? This didn't work, <laughs> but I learned something. I'm just going to change direction. And for you, I heard so very loudly, I'm going to go out and do what it is that I want to do for me for once. So that's basically the big message that I got for you. Does that make sense? Um, it really, really does. <laughs> I And Brianna, you have a, a birthday coming up. It feels to me when I when I heard that, I thought, oh, my goodness, I want you to make the biggest, boldest birthday wishes. I, I mean, I have chills on my right side because apparently I'm a right person. <laughs> I learned about myself today, which is, seems accurate. Um, but thank you so much for, for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, thank Brianna. You. That was amazing. Yay. You're have welcome. a beautiful you. birthday. All right. Bye. Judith, would you like to go next? Sure. Okay, listen to me. <laughs> I was getting so much stuff, and like you, you were having her come oh on. I'm like, I'm gosh. getting all this stuff. Oh. You have a very tall, very dark man who is standing behind you. Where were you originally from? Where's um, your family from? My family? Yes. My father's from Sierra Leone, West Africa. Okay. My mother is from Haiti. Okay. We're, we're, we are coming from the African side. Okay. Very tall man. He's related to you. Okay. Very skinny, but he is tall. Very chiseled features. And it's almost, I don't know if it's a great-grandfather. I don't know if it's something. But he's a little bit pissed. He's a little bit miffed. Because okay. he has a message for you. It's not a bad thing. Okay. Because I kept on hearing, she forgot where she came from. Hmm. She doesn't know everything she is or who she really is. She doesn't focus enough on our culture. She's not experiencing, and there's a big thing with music. What is the thing with me? There's a big thing with music and feeling. It's like you've become very modernized and very here and gotten so busy that you don't have the, all the color that you're supposed to have. Mm. 
so that for him, like he was annoying. Like mm-hmm. I saw him hanging out there and I'm like, all right, that's cool. So she's got somebody with him. Yeah. But he's like, no, 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 no. She's got to remember who she is. She's got to know who she is. I guess enough people aren't talking about it. Okay. Like, and I work with energy in a perfect example. And there's a big thing with music. It's just drums. I keep on hearing it's a big yeah. thing with er- with beat and you being able to feel because you're yeah. actually very in tune with music. Yeah. And I guess you're not even experiencing it as much as you used to because you're actually focusing on thinking more and trying to keep your brain in one area mm. and music takes you away a little bit. So part of the thing that used to help you breathe a little bit more is your music that you've let go of. Mm. Where, and then you're kind of like almost I'm hearing getting writer's block and creativity block. And it's because you're hyper uber focusing on what needs to get done. Where if you would just step back and kind of go back to what you normally would do Mm -hmm. and listen to the music and allow yourself to feel and breathe and get into that space, Mm -hmm. then everything opens up and the block is lifted. Okay. Okay. Um, so that, that's really what I'm getting, which is huge. Cause that's a huge part of who you are. So for you to keep growing, you have to stay tapped in. But I always tell people like everything I make still is homemade. My kids, they, we cook in the kitchen. I make homemade gnocchi. We do all of those things. Um, when I bake, I bake and I will not use anything electric. So I'm taking fork and I'm mashing butter when I'm baking cookies. And my kids looked at me. I said, because my grandmother taught me, if you take the time and the effort to do it, you're putting all your energy all your love into this, which means when my somebody makes my cookies, they think my, my cooking is amazing. Same recipe as somebody else, but it's the effort and the time and the energy. So we're a transference of energy. So that's that was the big message. But your working number is actually six. Okay. First thing they're letting you know is this, okay? You are cherished and protected. Okay. You don't have to worry about anything. It's going to be fine and it's going to be okay. So the hugest thing with you is even when you go to make any decisions, you have a little bit of fear there. And you kind of over worry about things and you get scared. And you have to understand fear is debilitating. Faith is forward moving. So it really all goes back to faith. People don't understand the most important thing in life is to have faith. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a religious thing. It's faith in yourself who you are, faith in the people in the world around you. That's actually what drives you to be successful. Like you knew you were standing in your truth, you were going to be successful. So then at that point, even when everything, the bottom drops out, faith is there to embrace you and hold you as you have your panic attack or your anxiety. And then all of a sudden, that is the very thing that picks you up and pushes you forward when you're able to dust yourself off and say, okay, I had the cry or I had the panic attack or I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I can do this. So faith is the most important thing. So you have to have faith enough to know that you are cherished and protected and you're going to be okay. Because what you don't understand is, is you already have everything you need in you. You already know everything you're supposed to do. It's born in our DNA. Everything we are is already within our DNA. People, And it's just activating our DNA. So it's people learning how to activate that DNA. So they say, understand your cherished and protected. You have new energies coming. So you have a lot of new things that are starting to open up for you, which I know that they're sitting there on the horizon and you're wondering if they're going to come to pass. They are. They're right there. You have to help them. So you really have to really push and move forward through them because nothing is going to happen unless you help. You understand what I'm saying? Like a dream is a wish. A wish is a prayer. A prayer is a plan. God only helps those who help themselves, which means if you want to get the help you need, you have to put the effort forth. Otherwise, nothing happens. So you have to actually start talking and seeking to people that are a little bit more learned because guess what? You don't know everything. Okay. There's other people out there that have information that's going to help you out. Even the people you think, you know, they're a lot of hot air. Um, They're not. Some of the stuff they have to say, once you get deflate them a little bit, is very valid information. So at that point, you have to take action. And move forward with it. Start exploring other realms and understanding. Okay, don't be so tunnel visioned. You need to open up your box a little bit and pull everything in. And then understand that pretty soon within the next six months, there's going to be something in, in your in your life that's going to come to pass. It's kind of like a, a secret that you've that's going to resurface in you. So it's not a bad thing. It's just something you have to deal with from when you were... I'm getting uh, something that happened to you when you're around 14 or 14, 14 or 15 years old. It's something that's going to bubble up a little bit that you're going to have to deal with and accept. You're going to be fine, but that's coming, so stabilize your energy for it. Okay. 
you know, and that all goes back to you being cherished and protected. You're going to be fine. So I think it's more of a trust issue than anything else. Somebody who had broken your trust. Does all that make sense? Yeah. How that feel? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Because as you were saying it, it felt right. Mm-hmm. But my mind was trying to figure out where, what, you know what I mean? And then, like, as I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay. I think I know what that is. Or, oh, I think I know. And I'm like, yeah. And the thing is, is when I'm talking to you, each thing should start formulating. Yeah. And then I say so much to you in such a short period of time because it's rapid fire where yeah. it's like when I'm doing a session with somebody, okay, I'm going to say what spirit has. Yeah. And then most people come in with questions. I'm like, don't ask me a question. I don't need you to prompt me on what you need to know because that's how you know I'm real. Okay. Mm-hmm. Usually after I've done a reading, I'm said, do you have any questions? No. You answered about 95% <laughs> of them. You got them all. And then our people, well, yeah, what about this? Well, this is exactly what that meant. And yeah. this is exactly like we touched upon your career and how you not being around your music and allowing yourself yeah. to breathe is blocking you and why you're blocked. So we just go back and revisit the things that have been said. Yes. So when you have a regular session that goes on for an hour, an hour and a half, you know, we're working through everything. I do have a question where I have to explore other realms and understandings, I think you said. You have tunnel vision. In terms of spiritually or just overall in general? Being open to experience everything that is around you to pull in to help with your creativity. Okay. And your focus. Okay. You have to understand, usually the people that get stuck are the ones that I know what to do. This is my path. I'm not going to go off the road. Mm -hmm. It is okay to open up and veer off that road. Go on that adventure. And they're the little ventures even. Take that risk. Don't be so because you have that fear. And that comes back because now that I'm talking more, you have a fear of taking a risk. You have Mm -hmm. the fear of going off the road. Something happened in reference to that when you were 14 years old. Okay. So it's like when somebody told you, no, you don't do that. No, you come down here. So then all of a sudden that taboo is instilled in your life. Like when a parent tells you you can't. Like remember that whole thing, you got to eat your potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Then we find out. Because I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'll never forget. And I'm a trainer and everything else. I'm looking at my daughter. I'm like, you have to eat everything on your plate. And I stop myself and I go, what am I doing? Yeah. We evolve, we grow, we learn. Mm -hmm. So our families can put it. So your family was very, very strict and very, very specific about things, even with faith. Yes. Huge (laughs) with faith. Yes. Huge. So that is something that blocks you. So that is something that happened when you started deterring and getting your own ideas. You you got whipped back into place. Yeah. So I'm tunnel vision. I'm focused. This is how we do things. No. Whatever catches you here, it's catching you for a reason. That's your spirit telling you. Look to the right. Yeah. If you just look to the right, you're going to get exactly what you need to push yourself forward. No. Okay. That makes 100%. Yeah. So that's as I'm speaking to you, I'm getting exactly where your block was. Okay. Mm -hmm. And even the music thing really got me. I used to, what I want to get back into is African dance. And the music, when you said, I feel the music, I... Yeah, he's saying I she forgot love. who she is. And yeah. dance in your culture, I mean, in every culture it is, because dancing yeah. for yeah. me, I'm a gypsy by nature. I mean, yeah. that's everything, music and feel and bare yeah. feet and, and and just expressing yourself um, is huge. And he yeah. kept on saying she forgot who she is. She forgot who she came from. She's not. Like, it was just so adamant then until I told you like he stepped back like he's he not even for me but I'm <laughs> sitting there waiting to talk to one lady he's just sitting here like <laughs> oh, for me but he, he yeah, also but said she's helpful. protected yes, would that yeah. be the same entity or that's just a general sense of of spiritual protection it's you understand that you have angels and that is your faith yeah. process because in her faith process you have understand it was very very strict and stringent yeah um and that's not what it, well, that's not what my spiritual belief is. Like, I'm very careful about what I say spiritually. Like, who do I resonate with? Jesus and God and angels. That's who I work with. But there's Allah. There's Buddha. There's a science. Everybody can agree. Guess what? There's a higher power. We all call it by a different name. If you ever, if everybody read the same book, okay, all of our books say almost the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. If you really are smart, guide with it's love. Just, and, yeah. Yes, it's just different. Where the Catholic religion, kind of like women, don't get married. They're the ones who started taking away from power because they knew how much power that women had for healing. So all of a sudden, you have all these, you know, the 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 St. James Church and the Protestants burning all the witches. They weren't witches. They actually worked with herbs in the ground. Wicca is the oldest 
science. They used, it's the oldest religion and the oldest science. They actually worked with the ground and with the herbs to make remedies to solve a cough, to do this. They were gifted in working with that. That's where you get the kundalini from, which is what? The sign, that, that's alchemy, turning metals into gold. Do you understand? And then from there, that's what became our doctor's sign. Where did that all come from? Do your research and go back. There's nothing evil about it. Not a, and then we just get demonized. And that was just because individual religions trying to put you in a box to give power. Where if you actually just, what would Jesus do? You know, it's all about just following your truth and being kind and living the best life that you can. So in her world, mm. her religion was very strict. Yeah. I grew up Catholic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very, 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 yeah. very. And I grew up Catholic too. Yeah. And I became a spiritualist. But the Pope made me legal. Pope Francis is my buddy. Hey. He made me legal. He made you legal. <laughs> well, he, when I he like actually first year in office, he turned around and said that a religion without mystics is just a science. It's just a philosophy. Mm-hmm. And they actually, most people don't know Pope Den- the Benedict um, sainted a mystic. And if anybody even wants to go further in religion with me, we can, because I went to more religion than anybody knows. There were 13 apostles, not 12. And God did not give the world 13 human beings that lived a human lifetime to have the gift of prophecy and healing and sight. He sprinkled us through time. So there's been way more. So we're not evil. We're gifted. Mm. I really like that perspective shift Mm -hmm. for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Mackenzie, are you up for this yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is fun. So you're at the beginning, huh? You really are the baby. I guess so. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not what I'm for. I, I'm intrigued because I've actually talked to other clairvoyants um, and been told that I've been around a long ass time. So I'm curious about the, the two life thing and what, is there like a different interpretation or like a... Can that have different meanings? No, I get you've been around two lifetimes. Hmm. But the thing is, is that it might be the space and time. Hmm. Do you okay. understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because when I say two lifetimes, it means you've decided to walk the earth. And you have to understand, yes, there is a heaven. We all have our own heaven. Yes, we eventually get to go home. Some of us, I'm stuck here forever, You keep answering questions I had. Carry on. Um, but <laughs> it's you have to evolve, and we have to have evolved to a higher self. It's just like the philosopher's stone and alchemy is not a stone. It's your intellectual level. It's, it's, it's your knowing and being able to be at peace and finding the abundance within yourself versus in something out of property. So when you really mm-hmm. research it. So you, you were kind of all the way back like a little over 2,000 years ago. So you, what I get when I look into your past, and if we did a past life regression, it's going to make sense to you. You actually walked the streets in the Roman times, Hmm. okay? But it was almost like you were more like um, in the religious sect of being like a priestess with gods kind of thing, like one of those people, okay, because of of, of what your nature (laughs) is, okay? So when we pass on and we move on, we can choose when we're coming back. You can choose to be a spirit guide for people and just hang around for, for thousands and thousands of years and just be wandering until you feel. Because the problem is, is at the time when you were living, all you didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. And see, the biggest thing for you right now is to be able to have a voice and be heard. It's kind of like almost like your life's mission mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, back then, although you were part of a group of people, like you know the priestesses that, that worshipped, the gods of their times, okay? And you understand what I'm talking about, right? You didn't have a voice. You were told how to do things. And for you, you always had so much to say and so much you knew. It's like, I'm going to come back when I'm relevant. Like, you need to be relevant. You need to be heard. That's really an interesting take. I like that a lot. You know? So you chose to come back now. So we can choose to stay people's guides. We can choose to jump right in and come back again. You know, it's all in where your spirit is. So you were there and you waited all this time to decide till you came back. But it makes you an older spirit. So although you've only been here two lifetimes, your spirit is older. So that may be where they were getting that. You just didn't keep on coming back. Because for you, there has to be a point and a purpose. Yeah, that's a really different take. I've never heard somebody talk about it like that. You but know, that's, but that's does that resonate with you? Because you'll know if I'm if I'm speaking truth is if all of a sudden you start remembering things and you go, I get that. Like, 
that that's resonating like I'm remembering like so all of a sudden you get that feeling where it's like okay it's coming back to me like I'm starting to really feel and resonate with that but the coolest thing is is you kind of came back so you have that divine guidance okay remember I said it's already built in your DNA you already had a, an agenda before you even entered this world so you already like had that. a plan. plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you already had a plan plan in place, and if you speak to your mother or your father, you always were a baby with a purpose. You always had a mission. You were always on a mission, from the time you were born, kicking and screaming. You always had a mission, um, and you weren't a bad kid. You just always knew. You just kind of always. It, it's one of those things where you just keep on moving forward. Where you may have thought at times you were being overlooked, or people didn't recognize you or I'm being ignored. It had nothing to do with that. It had to do with the fact that, guess what? You always had that aura. You were okay, and you didn't need anything. Do you understand? And that's very hard, because when you're self-sufficient and you're that strong of a person, people can turn around and say, okay, they don't need the love. They don't need the hugs. They don't need the this. They don't need the that. So there's certain things where you got overlooked, where you just really needed something because you needed that intimacy or that sign of affection. But because they felt you were really good, everybody else that was crazy are the ones that got the attention because that's where it was mandated because you were good. She can handle herself. She's fine, you know. And that's sad because in your adult life, it's something you strive and and you want so desperately because in your relationships, that's what matters to you. Mm -hmm. You don't need the other stuff. It's you need to give me this. If you can't give me this, it's not going to work for me. But you're strong enough to say that as well which is huge, but that goes back to I chose to come back now. I chose that now I'm going to be relevant. This is what my mission is. So you're on authentic purpose. You have free will. You know exactly where you're going, and you're headed there, and you're not going to accept anything less, which is huge because most of us don't have that direction, but you've had it since birth that I'm getting. So, But you have to understand there's a divine order, and there's a cycle of growth. So unfortunately, you know exactly what you want to have happen, but it's not going to happen in your time because you're a human again. It's going to happen in the time that it's meant to, and you are going to have to go through all the bumps in the in the road and get the bruises and deal with all the bullshit for it to go. But it will go the way that you want to, which is understand, and you will have the fairness and balance you need because it has to be fair for you. Hmm. It all has to have balance for you is what I'm getting and things that mm-hmm. you focus on. But it's because you know exactly what you wanted and you chose to be here. You know, that's funny because so I, I'm the... Th- difficult one uh i feel like i'm like i like that but let me like pick apart and be like confrontational but like it's funny because i was hearing you talk to the people in the room and i'm i'm very in the middle on all this stuff how i believe but you were telling people like your dreams are about to come true and i was over here listening and maybe you like saw my body language but i was like yeah everybody wants to believe that their dreams are going to come true. And when it was my turn, I kind of wanted to ask you, like, it's super easy to get told you're going to succeed and then turn around and be like, that clairvoyant was right because she told me I'm the shit. And so I kind of wanted to be like, hey, Mm -hmm. give me something that I'm not going to like. Give me something negative because it's harder to take what Mm -hmm. someone tells you that's negative. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so the fact that you're saying, like, like that's a, a risky emotional bid to say mm-hmm. the thing you want, you're going to work towards it, but not achieve it in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it actually, like, that is something that I do think is true. I very mm-hmm. much want to contribute to what mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing succeed, but I don't think it's going to pass in my mm-hmm. lifetime. So mm-hmm. I just find it interesting that in my head, when I was skeptical, I was like, I'd like to get a no out of mm-hmm. this lady. That would really make me intrigued by her mm-hmm. skills. And then, like... And you I come did it. Out did I do it? Like, I don't even know what no. I say when I say yeah. it, to be completely honest. <laughs> no, it and was, you have it to was understand, great. <laughs> I don't see you. I don't see, like, when I was talking to that woman, like, I'm sure that woman, I never met her on the phone. And I was able to say, this is what's going on in your life. This is what two people, one specific person is doing. And you have to understand, I'm talking to you about something very personal in your life. It's really nobody mm-hmm. else's business. So you do it in the way where 
I was on my roll because I'm seeing what's going on with her. And I'm like, no, this is like, mm -hmm. I don't see anything. When I'm talking to you and I'm talking to you because that, because of your great-grandfather or whoever the hell he is, because yeah. that I didn't get, mm -hmm. was saying she forgot who she was. She forgot what's going mm -hmm. on. And then when it was like 14, it's religion <clears throat> that's blocking her. It's religion that has mm -hmm. her stuck. So as we go through, it's actually relevant things that are coming through. Mm -hmm. So, and then with her, even when you had that epiphany, if I'm looking at you and telling you there was a point in your career where you felt you were suffocated and stuck and you had your, that epiphany where you knew and you immediately stopped and changed direction, I don't know anything about you or anything about what you've done in your past. I'm clueless, but that's what I'm told. So where you may turn around and think, okay, she's being this or she's being that, if I'm looking at you and telling you about that specific moment in time, you're like, yes, that did happen. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is exactly what I did. This it's is what I'm doing. It's the thing I would have asked you about is is that. Oh, okay. And like I wouldn't specifically have, no. the thing if you had said, what would you like to talk about? And yeah. I would it's it's all of me right now. So, and then yeah. for me, I won't ask questions because the thing is is I take people's lives legitimately into my hand. Like I have people, I have one person where he has come into my life and he's hurt so badly. He did 3 of the lives which are free with me you come in you get like three cards this or that and then he did a one-hour session and then all of a sudden I started getting the texts to help him through and oh my god this happened and oh my god that happened and then he's come back once a week since then and he's making all the changes like this is what you have to change in your business for you to be able to break through that barrier so he's actually doing everything I said and his whole life is changing so I don't need you to prompt me what you wanted to know because then you're prompting me. Oh, I want to know about my love life. Oh, I want to. I don't need to know what you want to know because guess what? I want to know that I'm not full of shit. <laughs> okay? Because I'm not prompted. And you need to know that I'm not full of shit. So if I'm talking to you and it's something and it's going to resonate with you and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I worked with a guy that I read last year at he did a big festival the other day and it was amazing. He didn't think I recognized him. I did. And he comes and he sits down and he talks to me. He goes, I had to come back and see you because everything you said came to pass. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, great. And then we go through the thing, and I told him everything he had to do. I said, but I'm not going to exactly say it. I said, because guess what? I'm not supposed to tell you. I said, because I had to tell him to leave the relationship that he was in. I had to tell him. And through the whole reading, I was leaning towards that. Do you understand? Like, you know, this is what's going on. You have to let go of it. You have to be able. And he looked at me, and I said, but listen to me. The only way you're going to be able to let go of this I said, I need you to tell me your truth right now. Because sometimes we have to speak it to know it's real. Yeah. Because it's a feeling, if you're going to let go of somebody that you care about that is toxic for you, you have to know that that came from you, not from me telling you. I said, I can't tell you to do this. I said, I need you right now. I want you to speak your one truth. What in your life is your one truth right now? And he looked at me. He goes, I don't know if I can say it. I said, if you can't say it, you're not going to be able to move on. And he looked at me, and this is a Marine. He was a Marine. And he started tearing up, and he said to me, if I don't let go and end this now, it's going to end eventually anyway, and I know that. And I said, listen to me. I said, so you already know it's ending. I said, that's your truth. I said, if that's your truth, and it's to that point after all you've gone through, why are you going to wait and put yourself through that? I said, because it's damaging for you. I'm like, but guess what? If it's not right for you, it's not right for them. So not only are you robbing yourself a life of being happy and having a chance, you are robbing that other person the opportunity to have the love in their life and to have the life that they were meant yeah. for. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? But yeah. the only way he would be able to move forward is if he, he spoke his own truth, not if some some crazy psychic gypsy chick turned around and said, listen, no, <laughs> I'm telling you it's not working out. Because well, we don't want to hold ourselves accountable for the bad news, right? Like. Judith and I were just talking before mm, yeah. about how animals sometimes know that we're supposed to break up with someone. They give yeah. us the sign mm -hmm. or that that person's a bad person. Yeah. And we hang on and we hang on and then yep. we go, you were right. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. being able to say it yourself is really what does that freedom. Well, once you've voiced it, yeah. it's like even like when I, with people with wishes, like when I work with them on wishes, with wishes, I'm like, a wish is a plan, is a goal. I said, so if you really want to do something in your life and you're saying that prayer or wish, I said, do me a favor. Write it down on a piece of paper. I said, because in that moment, you just made that wish real. That's a goal. Mm -hmm. I said, so then now we're going to say, what do I need to do to make that goal happen? 
So then you make the things that you need to do to make the goal happen. So there's really no such thing as wishes. Wishes are just goals. And that writing it down, you realize that goal. So it's having mm-hmm. people see things from a different point of view so they get it. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the end of a relationship, which ties into a question we have from a listener mm-hmm. that uh, Dr. Megan Fleming of GreatLifeGreatSex.com will weigh in on. And then I'd love to hear if you have any additional thoughts about dreams in particular. Mm -hmm. This question came from Pauline, who wrote this. I've been having recurrent bad dreams about my ex since we broke up. The relationship was very challenging, but I felt sure and relatively peaceful about ending it. The decision was mostly mine, so why am I still having these dreams? Can you be subconsciously not over someone? In the dreams, we are the happiest we ever were until I realized we are not together and he's with someone else. Then I usually wake up with a pounding heart or even crying. Pauline, thank you so much for your question. Here is what Dr. Megan Fleming of GreatLifeGreatSex.com had to say. Pauline, thanks so much for your question. I guess first I want to say in full disclosure, right, I'm not a dream analyst. Um, That being said, I am a psychologist and um, I have been practicing 20 years and so I do hear a lot of dreams and have done sort of some basics in in dream analysis. And what I can certainly say to you is that although I can appreciate it can be disturbing to be dreaming about an ex, it's firstly not at all an uncommon experience and it does not necessarily in any way equal that you want to get back with your ex, right? So it's important to, I don't know really what the themes or the content of the recurring dreams are um, because of course that could be really helpful, but I definitely think it's important to recognize that in some ways, for some people, you know, in, in part you do say it's reminding you of the best times and parts of the relationship, that that is representing the wish and the longing of what it was like to be in a relationship, in a healthy relationship, and a part of you, you know, wishing and desiring and wanting those feelings, you know, in, in now, right, in, in, the, in your current circumstance. So I think part of it may be re- representing that wish and that longing. Um, and then it's also, you know, again, what are the qualities in the dream that, in a sense, is the attraction? Because is there something going on or someone in your current life, right, that represents some of those qualities, perhaps, of your ex, right, that really drew you toward them? And so, again, it may sort of, in a sense, represent a magnet of, like, like wanting to invite and to what extent are you experiencing in your daily life qualities in someone that you're really trying to, in, in your subconscious, attract, right? And and it's a representation of wanting to bring that into reality. Um, and I think also sometimes it can be a way of, you know, in your mind's eye, figuring out you know, to the extent, because you're waking up and feeling the heart pounding and the crying, you know, what was it about this person that, in a sense, didn't work for you, right? That in some ways, you know, the dream of your ex, even though it can feel complicated, that it is representing the end and being at this point in time and place where you're saying goodbye to what was so that you can invite into your life what you want to bring. So, I mean, I think the most important thing I can say around here, around this topic is that there's not um, sort of an equal sign or prescription about the meaning of the dreaming. I'm definitely getting a sense that it's disturbing to you. And as I said, first and foremost, is really common, but I really probably think it's representing um, a wish, a longing, Um, And and maybe, as I said, something happening in the here and now in your daily waking life that's representing to you something that a possibility, right? Because you're, in a sense, wanting to welcome the positive of what drew you to your previous partner without the negative, right? The pain and the reasons that you're really clear in your own mind's eye led to the breakup. So you know, take a step back and, you know, maybe journal and see whether or not there are any themes that are coming up in the content of these dreams to see whether or not, again, be curious about patterns and themes. Um, But overall, I would say it's probably representing a wish and a longing for just even being in a relationship or the possibility of a new relationship, much more than in any ways representing a desire to get back with your ex. 
but as always, would love to hear how it goes. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. I so appreciate her insight. I'm curious, Elena, about dreams. Do our dreams hold kind of answers, guidance? They absolutely do. But what she's dealing with, she knew what she, the decision she made was the right decision. Okay. But the biggest thing is, is when we live our life, if a relationship ends, a lot of times, depending on the trauma, and a relationship ending is a form of a trauma, we feel like we failed. Like, how could we have failed at this? Because at one time we were, ha- you know, happy. What is it that I did wrong? Or was could I have gotten that back again? So when you're having the dream that everything was happy, but all of a sudden he's with somebody else. What was it about me that wasn't good enough? Or what was it about our relationship? So then that comes out, and then it's the loss of that relationship and what you thought it was going to be. Because that's a loss. Instead of realizing, no, it ended because of the fact that it was meant to end. We were not right for each other, you know. And I'm getting that was the best decision she ever made, mm-hmm. um, which is huge. So don't down it. But she's got to give her an oppor- herself an opportunity to move on and move mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. I, I like that you said that it's a form of a trauma. Because we do. Mm-hmm. We have to grieve the loss, even yeah. if it's the right thing. And except the fact that there is somebody else that's out there for them. But guess what? So he found somebody else. And it doesn't mean that he's not going to do the same thing to her because I'm getting that's his cycle. Mm. I'm getting he has a cycle just so you know. So you know. Um, but it means that there's somebody else out there that's right for you. And mm. now you have the opportunity to go after and find it. So you have to let go of that relationship to be able to find the one you are meant to be in. You mentioned earlier that we can all better develop our own intuition. Mm-hmm. What are just some of the practical steps that we can take to start strengthening that muscle? Um, there's a couple of different things. It's what people resonate with. Like music is huge for you. So you can actually meditate, which is huge. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people can't meditate. You have a hard time meditating because your brain moves too much. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> so like for you... And it's funny, you can't even be hypnotized. I believe that. <laughs> you can't even be hypnotized. She's a proof in the pudding. This one, it's, it's so funny because I get you, I get you, and then I get her energy. Oh my gosh. I'm like, no, I will just have to take her <laughs> adventures so with me and have her actually see things and feel things, experience yeah. things, which yeah. is great. You're awesome for me because you're that challenge where it's like, yes, <laughs> if I can get her to do this, I can get anybody to do this. Um, but for you, like you driving in the car, mm-hmm. shutting the music off. And just starting to ask questions. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start getting answers. That's the other side talking to you. Originally, you're going to think it's in your brain. And you can ask specific people questions. And then all of a sudden, you'll go, yep, oh, I get it. Yes, okay, that's a good idea. So you're having these conversations with the other side. But you actually have to shut off the radio. And the best time for you to meditate is actively meditating like you're driving. But that's what I do. You can actually sit and close your eyes and breathe and listen to the music. As you start listening to the music, you're going to start feeling. Mm-hmm. As you're going to start feeling, mm-hmm. you're actually going to start seeing visions, mm-hmm. which is huge. Okay. You know, so it's just finding where it resonates with you. Whereas this one over here, I would put her on the table and start doing energy healing with her. I would start having her feeling energy and have her go with me on a ghost hunt. Go with me somewhere where you actually can hear a voice through a voice box, a spirit box. And you're like, oh, shit. You understand? Or you go into a room where I say, listen, okay, open up. Because you can open up, but it's like you're a proof in the pudding. Like, okay, show me. So So it's not that you don't believe. It's like, all right, you need to prove this stuff to me. Mm -hmm. Then you get into the room, okay, feel what you're feeling here in this space here. Now step in that room. Tell me exactly what you felt. And then she'll come out why I felt the fit thickness all of a sudden step back out. Did that leave? So then you can actually feel the difference in temperature. So you're you're somebody that has to actually be physically brought through things. Mm-hmm. Whereas you just have to be able to do your own thing in your space. Yes. When you can't go anywhere else or do anything else. Whereas you're just fine. You actually could be extremely open because yeah. you just have that nature. So it's you, everything is with music. Okay. And with mm-hmm. you, it's you hearing and everything being told. And it's with you, it's you seeing and feeling it for yourself. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. How can people learn more about you and tune into your online readings? Okay. um, You go to my website, www.oneheartonespirit.com, and you spell out the word one. Um, You can actually book sessions through there. I either do live video sessions um, through 
Instagram Messenger, Facebook Messenger, or WhatsApp. You can do a phone reading if you're far, and I also will go to places. So, you know, if it's someplace, because I do events, I do parties, I will go meet with people specifically if they're in the right area, or if you want me to come to you, we'll figure it out, because I will go anywhere. It doesn't matter to me. Um, so you can do that on Monday nights if you want to get an idea and a feel for who I am. You can go on my Instagram at Elena Servideo Schwinn, and I do Mystic Mondays at 9 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time, and I even did it when I'm in here. I did it from Zuma Beach the other night at Fine. 6 o'clock. Awesome. So you come on. If it goes for a half hour, if it goes for an hour, it goes as long as it needs to go. So people come on, and I either pick on somebody because everybody's being chicken and nobody wants to ask, and I'll just start reading you, or you know, people specifically come on and ask questions, and you get a little bit more of an idea of what I do. And that's pretty much it. Beautiful. Awesome. I hope everyone does check out your website and all of your wonderful offerings. If you're enjoying Girl Boner Radio, please do hit subscribe if you haven't on your podcast app or wherever you're listening. And find links to some of the cool stuff we talked about today in the app. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week. Girl Boner Radio is owned, operated, and executively produced by me, August McLaughlin, with technical producer and audio extraordinaire, Mackenzie Mazel, as part of the Period Podcast Network, an affiliate of Starburns Industries. Learn more about the Girl Boner podcast brand movement and book series at girlboner.org and more about Period at periodnetwork.com.